Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. My name is Sam Webb, and I'm here to share some of the most epic conversations I get to have with some of the most fascinating people on our planet. Every episode is dedicated to elevating the conversation around mental health because it ain't weak to speak. I'm a massive believer that a conversation could change and save a life for the better. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let's go. Welcome back onto the podcast, everybody, wherever you're tuning in from. Welcome. Take a seat. Take a run. Take a walk. Whatever you're doing right now, I'm very grateful you're able to invest your time, invest your energy, and invest yourself into this podcast. In particular, this episode, if you're new to the show, welcome. I hope that you have a great first experience on this show and I'm able to give you some wisdom and some insights into life, into topics that might be relatable to you. You're obviously here because you want to learn more about this week's episode on the podcast, which is all about breaking free of perfectionism and how we can live our best lives and accept our hardest work ethic based on the input and based on what we achieve as the output. But before I get into that podcast, I do just want to say this is number 100. This is episode number 100 on the It Ain't Week to Speak podcast series. So it's a huge week for us. We're very grateful. I'm very grateful. We've been able to release a podcast at least every two weeks due to other commitments, obviously, and I'm unable to do these weekly. But I hope that you're every time that you do show up and you do land here, you're able to walk away with some really good shit that you can you know, implement in your own life or someone else's. And for that, I want to say kudos to you. Thank you. You rock. Keep going and never give up. But today's podcast episode is all about, as I mentioned, how to break free from perfectionism while striving to do your best. Okay, which means everyone in this world is just trying to do their best. Perfectionism refers to a mindset or a personality trait, which I can tell you from my own firsthand experience that I suffer with, is it by setting super high, extremely high, I should say, and often unrealistic standards for yourself, okay, with this intense, like, ah, it's like a desire to achieve flawlessness in your work or various aspects of your life. Now, I can tell you, as I mentioned from my own experiences, but people who struggle with perfectionism tend to be excessively self-critical, okay? So they have a fear of making mistakes or perceived as imperfect and constantly strive to reach these unattainable goals of perfectionism and perfection. But when you take a step back and you look at it from a wider scope, and I get asked this all the time, and I actually ask this to my psychologist, 
you know, what other areas can, you know, perfectionistic behaviors or perfectionism show up or manifest in parts of our life? Because I was extremely perfectionistic in my work and my dreams and my goals, which does start to impact you at a certain point. But before I talk about that and how it may be impacting your own life, let's just unpack some of these things that might be relatable to you. All right. So there's different areas like academic perfectionism, work related. You got physical appearance, the way you look at yourself, you know, interpersonal perfectionism. You know what I mean? And then you've got things like creatively, organizationally. There are quite a few other areas, but I'm just going to mention these ones just to begin with. But from an academic point of view, right? If you're studying, if you listen to this podcast and you're a student, whether it's school, university, post-secondary studies, whatever it is, a student who feels intense pressure to achieve these A's all the time or these top grades in every subject, you're generally probably feeling fears of failure or disappointing others, whether it's your friends, your family, you know, have you got that pressure on you to always succeed and to level up to other students who are on a different path and a different journey to you, okay? And you're probably investing all this time and effort into your assignments or studying, which can often lead to burnout. And we're going to talk about some of the negative impacts of perfectionism and how we can change that mindset so that you can strive to just do your best and let go. You could be looking at work-related stuff, things like, you know, a person at work who sets these impossibly high standards for their performance at work, obsesses over minor shit details and you struggle with delegating because you're trying to micromanage and you think that you're better placed than everyone else. But at the end of the day, do you have all the time to be doing everything? I don't think so. And that's the truth. Then you've got things and this shows up all the time. And I spoke about this actually on a podcast not too long ago around ways to stop comparing yourself. It was actually back in August. You'll be able to find that. It's episode 98. But you know, someone who's preoccupied with having like a perfect body all the time or constantly comparing themselves to people on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, to these ideals of what it looks like in the real world to be fit, dieting, having all these cosmetic procedures to try and keep up with the Joneses, to try and keep up with this unrealistic standard of beauty. And unfortunately, like I've met some people in my life, you know, where I'm sad. Like I generally say that with a full heart of compassion and empathy, you know, like you speak to them and they're constantly either trying to level up or trying to ascertain this goal of perfectionism and often changing the way they look or doing these injectables or doing implants and investing different things into their body. And it can come at a cost because you're constantly trying to chase this thing of perfection. And before you know it, you've turned or morphed your body into something that it truly isn't. And it oftentimes doesn't look nearly as good as it did before you touched it, if that makes sense. Then you're looking at things like interpersonal perfectionism. You know, a person who has a strong need for approval like are you always seeking approval from and validation from people in your life your family maybe close friends friends that you're intimidated by or people that you you know striving to be like are you fearing things like rejection and failure you know or breakups are you constantly seeking you know this pressure to maintain flawless relationships and you're often probably avoiding conflict and you're probably also avoiding 
what this show stands for is it's about expressing vulnerability. And that's when it starts impacting your life negatively. And I can relate to this next one because I'm in the arts, but an artist or a writer who's never satisfied with their work, you can always improve it. You can always do better. And, you know, I oftentimes experience a level of anxiety, okay, (laughs) probably more than I'd like, and also self-doubt because I've got this vision, this unattainable vision of perfection in my creative endeavors and what I'm trying to achieve and what I think is required to achieve greatness. But that's something that I'm constantly working on. And then another area which I can very much relate to is kind of like organizational perfectionism. Someone who insists, like are you someone that insists on having everything meticulously organized in your cupboard or your hangers are all the right way and things are hung up correctly and you can't just let things sit on the floor? Well, you're like me. That's for sure. That's kind of like me. And you might be experiencing some kind of distress when things kind of deviate from your perception or your ideal perception of perfection. And you end up, you know, finding yourself spending all this time and energy on trying to maintain control and orderliness over things that they're just going to, they're going to get ahead of you. You're just never going to have enough time. It's going to stress the fuck out of you. But while, you know, it's really important, I'm going to note this, you know, it's very important to strive for excellence and be positive. But perfectionism itself becomes problematic when it negatively affects someone's well-being, their self-esteem, their relationships, their overall quality of life. And overcoming perfectionism definitely involves developing compassion. You got to challenge those irrational beliefs. You got to set realistic goals. You got to embrace mistakes as learning opportunities, and you've really got to prioritize self care and balance. But let's go and unpack them because there's a lot to take in. But I kind of wanted to just make sure that we all understand what is perfectionism, how is it different than striving for excellence as opposed to this flawless ideology of what it should look like as opposed to what it actually is. So I've got to make mention of that. But I think the key to this podcast and where I want you guys to really dial in here and listen, but also take notes, take mental notes if you have to, write them down in your notes on your phone. I don't care where it is, but if this is you know relative to you, I want you to take aboard this information because breaking free from perfectionism while still striving to do your best, it really is a healthy balance to achieve, although it's friggin' hard. Okay, it's very hard to achieve. And I'm constantly trying to like find this perfect balance, this weighted balance. Like, am I going too far to the perfectionistic nature as opposed to this just do your best mindset? Or sometimes it's on the other way around and then you kind of beat yourself up being like, I could have done better. So it's a hard one, but here are some strategies I want you to take on board to help you navigate this. Okay, the first things first, recognize the difference Let's take another step back here. Recognize the difference. Understand that whatever you're doing right now in your life, your relationship, your work, your creativity, whatever is showing up for you in your life that is kind of resonating right now, understand that striving for excellence and doing your best is very different from pursuing perfectionism. Perfectionism is this unrealistic and it's an unattainable standard. While 
doing your best is about setting high expectations and high standards within If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market realistic and achievable limits because while one end of the spectrum you might be aiming so high because you're trying to fill a void or you want to show that you're enough or you need this validation it might work out for you on one thing or one week or you've been able to manage it with your time and your energy for so long but at some point in your life it's going to crash it's going to come to an end and you just won't be able to keep up with it so set realistic challenges as opposed to goals. Define clear goals or challenges that align with your values and priorities. Try and break. You know, I try and break. I look at my overall goals, right, of becoming a full-time working actor and I think about, okay, how do we break those larger visions and challenges into smaller manageable steps? Things like going to class, putting new material up, doing self-tapes, continuing to reach out to contacts, networking. The list will just go on and on and on. But by setting realistic goals, you're setting yourself up for success and you're avoiding that trap of perfectionism. And not only that, when you're breaking it down into manageable goals, you're actually getting this rush of endorphins and dopamine and serotonin once you're able to tick off those small little manageable tasks. You're like, all right, well, 
that's done. I feel good about myself. More validation from yourself as opposed to someone else. More belief in yourself as opposed to what someone else says. More self-worth from yourself as opposed to what other people think of you. So you're building up this new identity within yourself that only relies on you. You're not actually relying on a person, a place, job, or an achievement to dictate who you actually are or once were. And that's super important in life. I hear it all the time. People trying to transition in their lives, work creatively, professionally, whatever it is. And they're like, my identity was stuck in my past job and I can't escape it. The truth of the answer is, is try not to embellish and broid your whole life in that as you're that person at that job. That's just part of your life. You bring those unique values, skills, worths and all that stuff to the table. But instead of digressing, sorry, I digressed a little bit there, but focus on progress, not just these desirable outcomes, right? So shift your focus from solely focusing on the end result to valuing the progress you make along the way. So embrace, you know, that growth mindset and appreciate the learning and the development stages that occurs throughout that process because that's where you generally pick up all that wisdom and that gold and wherever it is in your career or whatever area in your life that this is relating and pulling on some you know heartstrings so to speak just try and appreciate the actual process as opposed to okay i've got to get a house i've got to get a partner i have to have that new car i want to achieve a pay rise or i want to achieve an upgrade in my job position or a promotion Break them down into little, you know, progress points and figure out what you've done along the way to get there and reflect. Really important. Embrace mistakes. Often you're hearing people looking at, yeah, I made a mistake. I'm, I'm a failure. I'm never going to try that again. But what I say to that is those are the things that make you learn. Without them, you're not going to identify the lessons learned and you won't be able to use them to improve your future performance. Setbacks and failure is exactly what you need so that you can move forward in your career, whatever area that is, whether it's a relationship, professional, relational, personal, it doesn't really matter. That is a part of life. And the moment that you can accept that mistakes, failures, that is a part of everyday life for every single person on this planet, try and change your perspective on that and go, okay, I've received that. That's okay. Now, what can I do differently so I don't make that same mistake twice? Now, the biggest part of all of this, right, I believe is kind of like managing your own inner voice and that inner dialogue or the critic that keeps bashing you and beating you down. So be aware of that. The voice that kind of is constantly pushing for perfection. Now nah, you've got to put in an extra hour or now nah, you've got to do this or that line wasn't straight or this wasn't put together properly. Challenging those negative self-talk and those discussions within yourself and replace it with more positive and realistic affirmations. Things like, I'm doing my best I can given the time that I've got. That was okay. If I spend another hour on it, is my time best spent an hour on that to make an extra 2% as opposed to putting that hour into something else like reflection, meditation, improving a personal relationship, a relationship. Okay, remind yourself that you're doing your best in that moment and the best is enough and that you're deserving of self-acceptance and self-compassion. We're all just trying to do our best in life. Take that viewpoint next time you walk outside and see people. Have a smile at them and say, you know what? We're all just trying to do our best. We're not perfect. We're all making mistakes. We're tripping along the way. That's life. Embrace that. Okay? And that means embracing self-care and your well-being. Take care of the way you look, of course. 
Take care of the way you feel, your mental health, of course. Take care of your emotional well-being, of course. Okay, engage in the things that help you feel good about yourself. You can relax. You can reduce stress. You can recharge. Things that make you smile. Things that make life fun for you. That might differ from what makes life fun for me. Okay, and what you do to reduce stress might work better for you than it works for me. Okay, but practicing things like mindfulness or meditation, having enough sleep is a priority. Maintaining a healthy work-life balance, prioritizing exercise, even if it's just walking. These are things that can reinforce that baseline of your mental well-being. And the stronger and the higher you can build that baseline for your emotional and your mental and your physical health, the bigger the challenges that last or come in the future or now, you'll be able to withstand them better without falling down the rabbit hole, so to speak. And apart from all of this, just seek support. Reach out to supportive mates, supportive family, supportive friends, even mentors who can maybe help provide some guidance in your life, you know, or a sounding board of encouragement. I'm constantly reaching out to people and saying, shit, man, I don't even know how to do this. Can you help me or can you help point me in the right direction? I have no idea. I'm completely lost here. Like if you don't ask, you're kind of never going to know. Don't feel like, oh, if I ask, I'm a loser and it's weak. No, it's got nothing to do with that. Because if you're not asking, remember someone else is. So you're going to wait for that opportunity or you're going to chase after that opportunity. So surrounding yourself with people who are a positive network. And I mentioned this on a few of my podcasts now. It's not about how big your circle is. It's how quality that circle is. Are they there to support you? Are they there to you know, motivate you, inspire you, challenge you? Or are they there to bring you down? And you know what the answer is. If they're bringing you down, you know what to do. Okay, so remember... When you sit back right now on this podcast and you're probably like listening, going, fuck yeah, I've heard all this stuff before, but yeah, I just, I don't really know what to do. It's easier said than done. Yeah, it is easier said than done. It's very hard. Try and pull yourself up the next time you're having those perfect thoughts or those perfect ideas or the way things should go flawlessly. You know, catch yourself in those moments and say, hang on a minute. I remember that podcast Sam was speaking about on it ain't weak to speak and just sort of say, you know what, it's okay not to be perfect. I'm just doing my best. What are the things I can do to achieve just doing my best that make me feel good at the same time where I don't feel like I'm slacking off or I'm not good enough and that sort of stuff, okay? It's a continuous process, you know, and it varies depending on your situation in life, you know, and the circumstances. But I think embracing the journey of growth and improvement while also acknowledging that perfection isn't realistic is super important because if you can strive for excellence and you maintain a really, really healthy sound perspective, you can actually break free from those shackles of perfectionism and find fulfillment in your efforts and your accomplishments. And that's really important to note because there's only so many hours of a day. There's 24 hours in a day, right? Are you going to overcompensate on spending that extra hour or two on something where you could have just said, you know what, 80% is my best right now. If I spend another five hours on it, I might push out maybe another 5%. Is it really worth that extra 5%? Is it really going to get you further than where you currently are? Oftentimes, the answer is no. Okay, I'm not saying this is the case for everything. And I'm not saying... Don't give it your best shot next time you're doing stuff. This is not about that at all, okay? Because oftentimes there's this black and white thinking, you know? You're kind of like all or nothing. And I've struggled with that as well. And I think most of us have probably struggled with that at some point in their lives or another. But, you know, you're either probably perceiving outcomes either perfect or they're failures. 
but challenge that mindset by recognizing and appreciating the different shades of gray and different colors in between those ends of the spectrum and celebrate those progresses, as I mentioned. Even if it doesn't meet your ideal expectations entirely, celebrate them because you're doing a great job. You're doing your best. You're trying. You're showing up. You're consistent. And if you miss a certain day or things are out of place or relationships aren't perfect, that's okay because perfect is a myth. Remember that. Okay, but go forth. Have a great rest of your week. Please reach out to me if you have any questions about this podcast. Please reach out to someone at Livin'. If you need support or if you need further feedback, you know, definitely don't hesitate to reach out. There are always people out there willing to support and help you. It's just about navigating and finding those right connections and those right points of contact. And always remember, it ain't weak to speak. I love you guys. I appreciate you. If you've liked this podcast, please rate it. Please review it. Please drop me a comment. Please leave a review as that will help us collectively grow the podcast charts and help our podcast be noticed on more platforms right around the world so that we can help other people listen to this good stuff. Anyway, enough from me. Have a great week. Big love. I'll see you in two weeks. Thank you for listening in to another episode of It Ain't Week to Speak. Please subscribe to the show and help us climb the charts so that we can attract new listeners and change more lives. If you found something very useful in this episode, please share and spread the love to as many people as you can. Don't forget to leave a review or a comment so that we can grow this community together because a conversation can save a life. If you want to continue this chat, please join me on the podcast Facebook group at living.org. I can't wait to share the next episode with you. But in the meantime, we're going to the top. And remember, it ain't weak to speak. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.